0: From love and radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 929-SECRETS. I'm Nick Vander Kolk.
1: I wanted to tell a story about me keeping somebody else's secret. It was probably around 2002, 2003, and I was living in Brooklyn. And it was very sad, and the way that I would handle it was to drink a whole lot most nights. One of those times, I'm walking home down the sidewalk, and if you've lived in New York or, or any city, you'll be familiar with the construction that's constantly going on. And the sort of scaffoldings that they put to get to the second floor. So it really creates sort of a dark, spooky part of the sidewalk. I'm walking home and I'm about to pass under one of those scaffolds and I see up ahead, about a block or so, maybe fifty yards, there's a car that's pulled up on the sidewalk halfway, crashed into a newsstand or whatever. Driver's side door wide open and a bunch of cops standing around kinda scratching their heads and talking on their radios and whatnot. I'm seeing that and that's sort of hitting my consciousness. At the same time, I realize that there's somebody very, very close to me and standing up against a doorway under the scaffold just to my right, I look at him and sort of have a little startle. And as soon as we meet eyes, I can see that he's pressed up against the doorway as hard as he can. Trying to make himself as small as possible and 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 hiding, and he puts his finger to his lips as if to say shh. and it's clear that he has something to do with his car that's up ahead. So I um, just kept on walking. I didn't do anything about it. I didn't I didn't know what the story was. I just decided to keep on moving, and I think I'm glad. All right, thanks. Keep on walking, keep on moving, 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 hotline, my secret <laughs> is that I have literally peed in every single pool that I have ever gone in in my entire life, like, probably every single one, every time, like, why would I get out and go to the bathroom when I can just pee in the pool, there's, like, plenty of chlorine in it, I know it sounds gross, but, like, my little bit in a giant pool is I mean come on it can't really can't really be that big of a deal I don't know but I think that uh if people knew <laughs> they might be really grossed out by it I don't know but yeah definitely have done that time time again 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 time, time again time and time again bye
2: One nine nine secrets or secrets hotline My secret is. My... How do I stop this? Hi, my secret is about like three months ago, my grandfather passed away suddenly in his sleep and ever since then about every other night to every night I've been having horrific dreams of him rotting and coming after me or I see him and I'm talking to him and I know he's dead and I one dream I actually told him I'm like you know you are you're dead and he immediately started rotting as soon as I told him. It's keeping me up at night. I think about it during the day all the time. It's just really is a downer, and I'm afraid to tell anybody in my family because it's obviously horrific and awful to admit that I'm dreaming these awful things. My grandpa, he was a great guy, and it's just, I know it's not my grandpa. It's I don't know what it is in my mind or something getting to me. Couldn't tell you. But thank you. Bye.
0: I've had a big secret I've been meaning to call you with, and in fact I've been trying to build up to this for a couple of months. It's a complex secret, and first I've got to tell you the story of something awful that happened to my parents. 12 or 13 years ago, I got a message on my answering machine. It was my sister. Our parents had been in an accident. And uh, I should come and visit in a hospital, but it wasn't a big deal. It was just their legs. Um, what had happened was my parents were on their motorcycle a couple miles from our home. Someone pulled out of a, of, of a farm road. Somebody pulled out and ran into my parents, severe enough that um, both my parents lost their right legs. Um, at the scene, when the EMTs came, they told my dad right away that he was going to lose his leg. And thanks to one of the EMTs knowing my parents, uh, this EMT knew that my mom must be somewhere, though she wasn't in the street or in the road or anywhere visible. And he searched the area and found that my mom had been kind of thrown from the motorcycle and was down in like a little crick. So they get med flighted. Both of my parents lost their right leg right below the knee. My dad lost an eye he was able to get an ear reattached somehow. I found out at the hospital that the doctors who saved my dad's life on the med flight, well later that night that med flight crashed because they didn't have the proper safety equipment. So all those doctors that saved my dad's life died that night. So that's kind of unbelievable. Um, During during the course of the week, my folks had their legs amputated. Um, My dad was like, had a tube down his throat and his hands were like bound to the hospital bed so he could only communicate by kind of wiggling his hand. One of their friends, every time they came to visit, would make these dirty, disgusting sex jokes to my mom. It was so fucked up. I hated that guy. Anyways, my folks were kept on opposite floor. My dad was in the ICU. My mom was in some other wing seven days after they arrived I wheeled my mom into the ICU so they could see each other for the first time and this is the part that I don't tell anybody uh, I wheel my mom into my dad's room and as I'm backing away, backing up and closing the curtains to give them some privacy it's like time kind of froze for a moment and my mom is trying to reach her weak arm and trying to find my dad's head and I As I'm leaving, I can see their hands kind of fumbling in the air, trying to find each other's. And it's really ridiculous in this moment, like the the cultural reference of uh, Michelangelo's painting, The Creation of Adam, immediately clicked for me, because it looked like those hands. And as soon as I made this realization, and let me take this moment to tell you that I was raised religious, but am not religious in any way. Right when I made this connection to this painting reference, just then, there was like an oval around my parents' hands, and it was just like a layer of reality had just like peeled away, and I could see into this great depth. In this like little oval behind my parents' hands, it was like millions of strings and the fiber strings, like crisscrossing between the shape, but also like extending to such depth, and without any question in my heart. It just hit me as, as plain as I could see it, it was like, oh this, oh, this is God, oh, this is God. Or whatever God is, this is it. I was filled with positive, good feelings and love this moment. It felt very long, though it was very, very short. Uh, by the time I closed the curtains that what served as this room's door, um, it was over. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my secret. Uh, I don't tell anybody that because I, I I just couldn't fathom how I would feel if I told somebody this story and they they blew this ending off as just being tired or stressed. Um, it's hard to it's hard to argue it when you're seeing it, um, and I'm just so thankful it happened. Thank you, Secret Hotline. One of the things I forgot to mention is sometime within a year after the accident, because my folks live in a small town, everything gets discovered eventually, um, my folks found out that the person who ran them over was out mourning their own mother's suicide. Um, The day of the accident was Mother's Day. And um, I guess this guy was out in the middle of the day in a cornfield drinking by himself and uh yeah it's just really wild that that ended up causing my family so much misery but um
1: Or 13,
0: years thirteen years ago, years I got ago. a message on my my i the
1: I That's it for
0: the secrets Hotline for now. This episode featured special guest sound designer Noam Eisner, who also composed completely original music, especially for the show. Remember, you can always leave your own secret or any other feedback you have. The number, of course, is 929-SECRETS, or you can leave a voice message at secretshotline.org. As always, if you change your mind, just call back within 24 hours, and I won't publish your call. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love. And radio and made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. If you want to help keep the show going, you can contribute at loveandradio.org slash member. Or if you don't have extra cash lying around, you can help the show by writing a review in your favorite podcast app. I'm Nicholas Sardine, Punch Punch Vander Thanks for
1: listening.